We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Amen. Praise the Lord. Merry Christmas. I will praise the Lord. It's so nice to see you on a Christmas morning. I want to quickly go through the, uh, the, what Christmas means to you and I this morning, and then we'll go back and, you know, hook up with the turkey and uh, and uh, and uh, get 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 Christmas done. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I'm saying it today. We've got to get Christmas done. <laughs> Turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter seven. Isaiah chapter seven. Please tell my friends and family that I'm preaching. It says from verse 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Praise the Lord. When you look at that scripture this morning, uh, it sounds great, but what does it really mean? And so I wanted the next five, ten minutes, I want to quickly unpack this for you and I, so we can add, so we can see uh, Christmas for what it truly is. It says, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Praise the Lord. Well, Emmanuel, it means that God is born, Jesus is born to be there with us. God with us. Look at Matthew chapter one, verse 20 to 23. It says, but while he thought about these things, five things it means. While he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." So all. This was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with a child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Christmas is God with us. It means today we celebrate a birth, the birth of Jesus, and that means that he is born to be there with us. Jesus said at the end of his ministry, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that song we heard this morning is very apt. God gave the Father, the Father gave the Spirit, the Spirit gave us life. In other words, he is with you. I want to encourage you this morning, it doesn't matter what you've been through this year, Jesus knows the reason and he's with you. Sometimes life may make you think that you are alone. Life make you think, you may go through stuff in life, you think that, you know what, this is, this is me. I'm down and out. You will never be down, and you will never be out. It is because God is giving you, God is preparing you for something greater. If you've been through any pain this year, if you've been through any hardship, if you've had emotional turmoil, if you found yourself in a place you never expected, Jesus is still with you right there. If at any point in, in time this year you thought you were overwhelmed, right? Jesus 
is right there with you. He's born to be there with you. You see, I've been pastoring for 16 years now. And I've come to realize that sometimes <clears throat> the best thing is that nothing is more important and more helpful than just being there for people. You know, you don't talk, you don't do, you don't fix, you don't fix, just be there. And I've, and I've watched over the years what presence does to people. You know, people have gone through some tough uh, situations and I just show up, no comment, no action, no advice, no counsel, and I've watched the Holy Spirit turn them round into something great. So there's, there's something called the power of presence. The power of presence. And so I wanted to leave this service this morning knowing fully well that God is there with you. The second thing is that he is born to be there as one of us. Emmanuel, born to be there as one of us. Philippians 2, 5 to 8 says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the womb in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal to God but made himself no, of no reputation the form, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. In the likeness of men. So he was born to be there as one of us. 100% God, 100% man. Do you know why? So that you will never find yourself in a position where you say, Jesus does not understand. 100, the only faith, 100% God, 100% man. So that you will never, you will never find yourself in a place, place where you will say, there's no need to pray. This kind of situations or situation is not in heaven. I bet Jesus, even Jesus, will not understand this kind of problem. So the Bible says he came in the likeness of man, flesh and blood, while maintaining his integrity as a deity. Praise the Lord. That's what we celebrate today. He's there for us, and then he's there as one of us. So he will understand my challenges. He will understand my pain. He will understand my struggles. He will understand my, my earthly shortcomings. He understands. Please say, neighbor, Jesus understands. Turn to the next thing, say, my neighbor, my neighbor, there is nothing you will ever go through. There is no way you ever find yourself that Jesus does not understand. Praise the Lord. Number three, he was born to be there for us. He was born to be there for us. The Bible says on the, in Matthew 13, verse 1 to 3, it says, on the same day, Jesus went out to the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got onto the boat and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore and he spoke many things to them in parables saying, behold, a sower went to sow. So he was there for them. We also read an account in the Bible where they were, they were the feeding of the 5,000. They were beautiful for three days. They were hungry. He didn't just say, okay, you can go home now. Crusade, crusade is over. He said, no. In fact, even those wicked apostles, they said, send them away, send them away. He said, ah, ah, I am here for them. It is my responsibility to feed them. Ask them to sit down. Hey, but pastor, you know, we, only, we don't have money. 
He said, don't worry. My care for them will produce enough money. What do you have? Ah, it's only five and two fishes. He said, it's okay, calm down. <laughs> calm down. They say, your neighbor, calm down. Ah, hey, rent is due. They calm down. Hey, hey, they calm down. They say, rent is due. Calm down. Where will you get the money for the school fees? Calm down. Calm down. It's there for us. Calm down. Ah, I bought gifts this, this December. Hey, I'm going to be broke in January. Calm down. Let's get to January 1st. You didn't die last January. Yeah. yeah. This is not the 1st January. And so why is it bothering you now? Is it because of Brexit? Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Watch him. Allow God. Many of, many of us don't allow Jesus. We are too spiritually hyperactive. Calm down. He says, so what do you have? He says, five loaves and two. Five loaves for all these men? He says, yes. He says, okay, well, that's why Jesus, you know what he did? The, the, the loaf, the bread, the bread did not multiply in the hand of Jesus. The miracle did not take place in the hands of Jesus. What he did was blessed it. He gave it to them. I gave you five loaves and two fishes. Go and feed 4,000 men. So that you will understand that I'm here for these people. They gave the, they gave the tail to Kajoba. He swiped the fin, threw the bone away. He said, ah, ah, I have leftovers. I said, where did you get it from? He said, ah, but you gave me, you gave me the tail of the fish. He said, yes. Is this from the tail that produced this, this basket? He said, yes. As I was eating it, it was multiplying. So this is the leftover. From the fin you gave me to... <laughs> You gave me the fin of a fish. I said, suck at it. As I sucked at it, it kept multiplying. I kept sucking. I kept sucking. Before I knew it, my stomach was full. I now have fins left over. Twelve baskets they brought back because it's there for you. Allow Jesus. Many of you live as if you are the economic minister of Europe. Even the economic minister of Europe is eating biscuits and cheese. But you are worrying. Calm down. He's there for you. Praise the Lord. Number four, he was born to be there to die for my deliverance. That's the purpose of Christmas. This one is born to die for my deliverance. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only special begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So he died for, so he was born to, to, to be there, to die for my deliverance, for your deliverance. Amen. Number five, he was born to be there that we might be transformed. Yeah? What was the first one? What was the first one? Born to be there with us. What's the second one? Be to, born to be there as one of us. What's the third one? Born to be there for us. What's the fourth one? For our deliverance. Number, yeah? Then number five, born to be there that we might be transformed. Second Corinthians 3, 17. Now the spirit, now the Lord is the now the Lord is the spirit. And where this where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we are all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from what? Glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Jesus, God gave his Son, the Son gave the Spirit, the Spirit gave us life, and we are 
transformed. You see the process? That's why we are, that's why we are rejoicing. That's why we come together. That's why it's celebration time. No other faith is celebrated like this. Every other faith celebration is modeled after this one, this one life. Praise the Lord. And so I want this morning to quickly to make a commitment to the Lord. Will you be there for Jesus? He's been there for you. He will be there for you. Will you be there for him? How will you be there for you? So who should be there for him? You should be there for him with your uniqueness. Second Corinthians 5, 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new what? Creation. So who? You. You should be there for Christ with your unique creation. You should serve. You should seek. You should serve. You should invite based on your uniqueness. So will you be there for him? 2020, be there for, be there for Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. How? How can I be there for Jesus? Well, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall be my witnesses. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Praise the Lord. Will you be there for him? Yes. Who? The one who will serve Jesus with his uniqueness, with his uniqueness or her uniqueness. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to serve. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to choose for Christ. So you will you'll be there for him by executing your right of decision and your right of choice. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And what should we be doing? We should be displaying his character. We should be, so who should be for him? You should be there for him with your uniqueness. Yeah? How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. What should you be, what should you be doing? You should be displaying what? His character. Romans 12, 1 to 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of the Lord, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Your reasonable service, your reasonable service is to display his character. That's all. That's what church is about. That's why we are a family. We are offering him our service. What is our service? Our service is to do what? Display his character. It is not to be the usher, not to be the choir member. No, your service is to do what? Display him. That's what his service is. Praise the Lord. And so what else should I do after I have displayed his service? He said, then go and be an ambassador. Go and be an ambassador. Second Corinthians 5.18. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of Reconciliation. And then he then closed his he then closed his ministry by saying in Matthew 28, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authorities has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Praise the Lord. Is that simple enough? What a beautiful faith we have. What a day to celebrate Christmas. Rise to your faith and let's just pray for him. I say, Lord, we thank you for this Christmas. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.